You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Yankees reporter, Brian Hoke, who returns after being away for a couple of podcasts you weren't here. Congratulations on the wedding, getting married, and, and going off on a long honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. I saw a lot of Hawaii. Uh, I can tell you all about Oahu and Kauai and uh, and uh, Maui, but I think Kauai was the coolest one. Um, it was kind of like just walking around in Jurassic Park. So uh, I'd love to make it back there someday, but we've got baseball coming. I know you're not quite back in New York yet, so you haven't had to readapt to the fact that we got about two and a half feet of snow this week, but <laughs> that'll be your welcome back. But you go all the way to Hawaii, and then, and I noticed that who do you run into but the future Mrs. Derek Jeter? You can't get away from the Yankees. No, it's so weird. You know, we were we were swimming in a waterfall and uh, some remote state park in the in Oahu, like north of Honolulu, and uh, suddenly they said, "Oh, sorry, you got to get out of the water. Um, we got a, a shoot coming in here." And uh, my wife looked at me and said, "I think I think that's Hannah Davis." And I said, "Yep, that's Hannah Davis." So we we took a picture and talked to her real quick about Jeter and uh, asked how he's doing and and all that and. Uh, hopefully we'll see Jeter at some point in spring training. I think that he wanted to take that year off, and uh, but I think now a year has passed. Maybe he'll drop by spring training. Maybe he'll be a guest instructor. Maybe he'll just come for the day, but it would be good to see him. All right, now that we've uh, annoyed all of the listeners by talking of your trip to Hawaii, let's get back Sorry. to uh, let's get back to baseball, and we're going to get into a couple of the Yankees' prospects, some of their top prospects heading into the season. But before that, they have made a minor move here this week. They they bring in Carlos Corporan, veteran catcher, um, early thirties. How does he fit into this team as they head towards spring training? Yeah, I've been expecting them to sign some kind of backup catcher here at, at some point just because they traded John Ryan Murphy to the Twins, and he was obviously capable, and they did that to get Aaron Hicks. And I, I think that if Gary Sanchez comes up and is able to grab the job in spring training, uh, then it, the job is going to be Sanchez's. I think that uh, they're okay with that. They've talked about how guys like Jorge Posada and Francisco Cervelli, for example, and even Murphy – have come up and been able to develop even while being the backup to, to the starting catcher who would be Brian McCann this year. Uh, it wasn't that way in Posada's case. But going forward here, they think that if Sanchez can come into spring training and prove the job is his and he deserves it, and obviously he hit the heck out of the ball in the Arizona Fall League, and that's the reason the Yankees were able to trade Murphy, um, then the job will be his. But Corcoran gives you a guy, he's a catch-and-throw guy, he's not going to hit too much. Um, he... he to me, goes right alongside Austin Romine as if Sanchez fails, if this doesn't work, if Sanchez gets hurt or it's just not ready to go to AAA, then, then at least you have guys in the system who could conceivably go in there or could go down to AAA and, and start every day. All right, let's get into these prospects a little bit because, you know, there was a lull there where Yankees fans didn't really have a lot of prospects they could talk about. But, but man, we saw some excitement a year ago with the guys that came up and contributed, and there's a chance for more of that in the near future. I want to start with Aaron Judge, because here's a guy that when you look at him, he does not look like a baseball player in any way. Basically, he looks like Blake Griffin. Uh, six, That's seven. a good comparison. Yeah. Uh, you know what people in the Yankees have said is Dave Winfield or Giancarlo Stanton, which is two pretty good 
comparisons. I mean, this guy is six seven. He's huge. Um, you can't miss him when he's on the field. He is a presence. Uh, he played in the Futures game last year, so he got to be on the, the big stage a little bit. Um, this is going to be the Yankees' right fielder of the future. I mean, they are very excited about where he is. Um, he's going to come into spring training. He'll compete, but I don't see where he's going to win a job. Um, you don't want him, a guy like this, to come up and sit on the bench for five, six days a week. Um, you know, they're, they're pretty set in right field. They have to put Carlos Beltran out there because they can't DH him because of Alex Rodriguez. So, Judge, he got up to AAA last year. The numbers weren't terrific. They were much better at AA. I think there's still development and adjustments that need to happen there. But he was in big league camp last year. Smart kid. You know, he's got it all put together. Uh, I, I could see him being a star in the big leagues for, for many years to come. I think the Yankees see that, too. So they're going to take it a little slow with him. But I wouldn't be shocked at all if he makes his major league debut this year and is getting big hits for the Yankees sometime after the All-Star break. Now, 6'7", 275, you said it right field makes a lot of sense. But this guy's super athletic. He has played some center field along the way. Am I right? Yeah, you know, I think he could do it. Uh, I just think that what the Yankees are focused on is him in right field. They're pretty well set. They spent a lot of money on Jacoby Ellsbury in center field. He's their guy. If anything happened to Ellsbury, Brett Gardner's still on this roster and would be there to step in. So I think that for the purposes of the future, the Yankees are looking at Judge and right field, and I think that that's probably where he's going to stick. He's 23 years old, and you mentioned the what the Yankees think of him. When you think ceiling with this guy from a power perspective, is he a 30-home run guy, or, I mean, could he be a 30-home run guy? I think with a body type like that and, uh, you know, when, when he fills, he's not done growing yet, which is crazy. Um, he's still filling out. So, yeah, 6'7", 275, but I think you put this guy in Yankee Stadium, even though he's a right-handed bat, um, he, he's going to hit the ball with authority to all fields. I think that he just needs to go to AAA, prove he can make that transition and, and hit against the top quality of minor league pitching. I, I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to be in the big leagues by the end of 2016, and um, we'll see what happens. But, you know, as the Yankees saw with, for example, Greg Bird last year came up and got some big hits, the, the plan wasn't really for Greg Bird to be in the big leagues last year. He, he might have gotten a September call-up. Mark Teixeira got hurt. They had to move it up a little faster. That could happen very easily with Judge as well. I was on the field uh, before the Futures game last summer, and you mentioned that Judge was there, and I walked by him at one point, and, I mean, it's he's an impressive guy. I mean, he's the kind of guy that uh, if you see him in a doorway, you don't see the door. Pretty much goes away. He just fills up the doorway, 6'7", 275. Now, another prospect I want to talk about is kind of the other end of the scale, I think. Jorge Mateo is a shortstop. He's 20 years old. He's from the Dominican Republic. And he's a burner, super athletic guy, but not the power guy that Aaron Judge is. I think he's a little further away, but what do the Yankees like about Mateo? I think that a lot of Yankee fans probably heard his name for the first time last summer uh, because he was one of the four guys that Brian Cashman refused to talk about trading. Uh, the Yankees could have made some deals at the deadline, but teams kept asking for Aaron Judge, for Greg Bird, for Luis Severino, and Jorge Mateo, who... Yeah, no, he's a middle infielder. Uh, he's got speed. He's got all the tools. And I, I think the fact that other organizations recognize that, too, and see what he may become uh, has everybody in the Yankee organization pretty excited. I mean, this is a guy, yeah, he, he was only in the Florida State League last year. He played most of the year at Charleston uh, down in low A ball, but probably begin the year in, in Tampa this year and maybe get to Trenton. But 
He's only 20 years old, um, right-handed hitting shortstop. Um, I, I think there's a lot to be excited about. I think that you look at the Yankees infield, and, and they seem set right now with Didi Gregorius and Starlin Castro, so there's no real reason to hurry him to get to the big leagues. But I, I think that this is one of the guys that you want to keep track of. Um, you watch to see that development. I think that defensively it's going to be no problem. I think the offense is going to come. Um, they're, they're very excited about him. So I think uh, this is a name that Yankee fans should be excited about. When you talk time frame, I mean, is it is it the end of 2017? Is it not till 2018? What would the Yankees like to see the progression go like? Well, I, think that, uh, I think a lot of times the players dictate the timetable. I think that a guy tells you when he's ready. Um, you know, in my mind right now, I look at him for 2018, but it wouldn't shock me if he moves up the timetable to sometime in 2017. And and a lot of times that's based upon need, too. I mean, you know, nobody knows what the future is going to hold for Gregorius and Castro up the middle in, at Yankee Stadium. So um, I, it's not something I would look at for 2016, but I think that next year around this time where we're having this same conversation, I think we're going to be talking a lot about Jorge Mateo, uh, assuming he doesn't take a big step back this year, and there's really no reason to, to believe that he will. One thing, I, th- I think I read it on MLBPipeline.com, Mateo, the highest ceiling of any Yankees middle infield prospect since a guy named Derek Jeter. I mean, that when you, when you hear that name with anybody, it has to get fans excited around New York. I, I think it, it can be a dangerous thing to compare people to Jeter. I, it's just so hard to uh, – that those are big shoes to fill. And we went through that last year with Gregorius and, and just seeing – him come in and, and telling him, all right, you're the new Derek Jeter. Well, no, you, you don't have to be. Uh, Gregorius was his own man, and I'm sure Jorge Mateo will be his own prospect too. But uh, for, for fans to think about there could be another Jeter on the way, well, uh, obviously, even if he's half of what Derek Jeter was, I think that that's still something worth being excited about. It's amazing how many shortstops there are around baseball coming up through the systems. Uh, it seems like every team has a talented shortstop in the system getting ready to go to the major leagues. Of course, they're not all going to be able to play shortstop. They're going to have to move around and stuff because there's just not enough jobs out there. But Jorge Mateo looks destined at this point when you think about what Cashman has said about not trading him to at some point get his shot to play shortstop in the Bronx. All right, that's going to do it for MLB.com Extras, our Yankees edition. Brian Hoke, thanks a lot for joining us, as always. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.